0: You are now listening to <laughs> yet another podcast podcast set.
1: Welcome, everyone. It is 420, April 20th, 2021, and it's been quite a while since I've done a podcast. Um, January 11th was the last podcast I put out there after the insurrection, and, um, you know, I felt today, um, it being the final verdict of the Derek Chauvin trial that I should get on, that I wanted to get on and talk about some things. Um, first and foremost, I hope everyone is doing okay and everyone's doing well out there. I'm trying to hang in there. I uh, I know we all are, so just hang tough. And, um, you know, doing this podcast, um, I've mentioned a couple times before that you know, regardless of if anyone listens to this or not, um, this helps me. It's therapeutic. It helps me um, get things off my chest. Um, Being kind of uh, self-quarantined and um, trying to stick to the rules and trying to do the right thing. I haven't had much interaction with uh, many of my friends uh, other than work and things like that, so you know, talking about these type of things that I like to talk about in the podcast, a lot of people, um, it's a little heavy sometimes. And, you know, at work, you don't want to get into those kind of things. And so for me to do this, it's a relief in a lot of ways. And I can get on here and I can um, just get things off my chest and speak my mind and say how I feel about certain things that are going on in the world, all around us, constantly and it helps so anyone out there who does listen i really appreciate it and um i hope that i can spark some kind of um conversation uh, for you and that's all that this is about um you know the last like i said the last podcast i did was on the 11th of january um five days after the insurrection and i was pretty heated as many of us were Um, I am on the side against those idiots. So for me to watch that and for all of us to watch that, um, it was horrifying and it was, um, disgusting and just, um, you know, there are no words. I mean, we all saw it, we all watched it live and, um, you know, not to say that it's just been swept under the rug and that we don't care about this anymore, or care about that particular situation. Um, it's it's not that it's been swept under the rug, but I think it's just that we, as a nation, as a people, we're so desensitized and uh, to violence and to anarchy that, um, you know, these things happen and um people get away with it people aren't held accountable for their actions now i know that there have been i think the last number i saw was something close to 500 people who have been you know indicted or, or arrested or um you know put up on charges for their participation in the insurrection and so there are there is justice um hopefully Um, that will find these people and they will um be punished for what they what they did and for what they continue to do um so you know holding people accountable is what it's about and what this whole movement um, to respect all people and to give all people excuse me all people of voice and you know the time has come now Derek Chauvin has been found guilty on all three charges in the death of George Floyd and so this is a um, this is a big moment and a, and a great day Um, it's also a A sad day, deep down. Um, Watching that video, as everyone has. It's just a tough thing to do. And to watch a man be murdered on video. (sighs) There are no words for that. You either feel that or you don't. And the scary part is that there are some people out there that don't feel that. You know, they are on the side of Derek Chauvin, the cop, Blue Lives Matter, and all that all that sort of uh, that sort of rhetoric. You know, and, and today as I'm leaving work, I pull out onto the main road and there's this huge black, pickup truck you know the type where you have to climb up a ladder to get inside with the huge tires we've spoken about this or i've spoken about this one on here before (laughs) these guys these stereotypical rednecks and this guy's whizzing by on the opposite direction with these two flags huge flags on the back of his truck flapping in the wind one is the Blue Lives Matter flag, and the other is a Fuck Biden flag. Huge flags, flapping in the wind. And I saw it, and you know, right away, it angered me. And my initial, I don't wanna use the word hatred, but my hatred for these type of people wanted me to, U-turn and follow this guy and confront him. Now, am I going to do that? Did I do that? No, I didn't do that. Of course not, but the thought went through my mind because it angered me. And it angered me for like a good 15 minutes before I even got to the turnpike. You know, I'm thinking about this guy. What is his agenda? What, I, mean, I I know his agenda and I'm sure he, whether he flies those flags every day, I'm sure he was very proud to fly those flags today. Being the uh, final verdict in the Chauvin trial. And he knew that. And we know that. And it just made me think that, um, you know, this is what we have to eliminate, which I've said before many a time. We have to eliminate these people. And, um, you know, I've used the word crush, destroy, you know, and those are harsh terms. I get it. Um, But I really don't have empathy for people like that. And for me, being a white man, a 44 year old white man, knowing that that guy in that truck is probably another 40 year old white man, it's just that juxtaposition between us. It's just that difference, the polar opposites that bother me when it comes to people of my own race that do this and have done that. Since the beginning of this country, and they continue to do it, they continue to fly their flags proudly, support bad police, support racism, support negativity, and, you know, like I said, my first initial reaction was to be angry at that and want to confront and tell him, fuck you. But what's that going to do? You know, what, what will that do? It won't do anything but to cause an altercation. It'll probably get physical. My skinny bone will probably get beat up, (laughs) if I'm being honest. And, you know, that doesn't do me any good. Right? And regardless if that even happens, if we just exchanged heated words, it's not gonna make me feel any better. It's not gonna make him feel any better. It's only gonna fuel the fire within us to support what we believe in he believing in hatred and me believing in respect and justice and liberty for everyone it hurts man like to know that to know that they are there are millions and millions and millions of people who believe the same thing that this guy believes. And they don't want things to change. They're fearful of change. So we just keep going around in these circles. But today, today, with the Chauvin trial, there is some kind of justice. Is it full justice? No no because George Floyd is dead so there isn't full justice in this particular situation but there is a there is a um, chance for change it's a first step and we all have to take that first step. You can't make progress without taking the first step. You can't you can't move. So we have to keep moving forward. And the good people on this jury did the right thing, and I don't know how you couldn't find him guilty, right? I mean, most of us know you know, we felt like there didn't even need to be a trial. Although everyone is afforded a, a, fair, and a fair trial and their, their day in court. And he got his. And um, a small piece of justice has prevailed, which is a great thing. You know, to have the chief of police Get on the stand and say no this is not protocol this is not what we teach our officers to do and it's not how we teach them to act now whether that's true or not he still said it and he got up there on the stand along with other law enforcement and spoke for the prosecutors and for george floyd And that's a huge, huge moment. You know, that blue wall of silence, it's hard to break. You know, when I was um, a teenager in high school, living during the LA riots and the Rodney King trial, um, he wasn't on trial, but the police that beat him nearly to death were on trial. And we all know the outcome of that and what happened in the aftermath. And that just goes to show you that we haven't come very far in the last 30 years. But we're making progress. We're taking steps. You know, that was, I remember watching that trial. I remember being in high school at the same time and the tension between black students and white students and all that and we're over here on the east coast but it it travels all throughout the country and everywhere throughout the world that's what racism does it infects and poisons everyone's mind we've all been brainwashed in this country especially you know there have been a lot of bad people in power from the beginning that started this whole country on the backs of slaves and they built it off hatred and here we are now in 2021 still dealing with many of the same things that we've always dealt with here in this country we have to make change And I know that sometimes when I say white people, me being white and all that, I wonder sometimes if there are people out there listening and they happen to be white and they hear me say these things, if they take offense to it. Because, you know, if you're not that person, I'm not speaking to you, of course. There are good white folks and there are bad white folks, and I'm speaking about the bad ones. And there are many of them, and we all know them. We all know them. They're all around. They always have been. And, But we, as a white race, we have to take it upon ourselves, good or bad, to make change, to hold the bad apples accountable when they do wrong. To not get defensive and say, oh, no, you hear the word white and it's, I'm not that way. That's not the point. The point is that we need to change. We have been the problem. We are the poison. (laughs) And the quicker that we can identify that, recognize that, And deal with it. In a mature way. Change will happen. We have to be educated. We have to learn. If you don't know. You have to know. You got to learn. Yes this country can be great. And it is in many ways. It is. This is my home. So of course I love this country. But do I think it's the greatest? No. Do I think we have many, many things to fix? Yeah. And I still consider myself a young man, although I'm middle-aged now. But I have been around for so long And I've felt like this forever This thing with race is just It shouldn't be there It just shouldn't But it is It's there It's there every day And for Black folks, brown folks, people of color It's there all The fucking time it never goes away for them. So try to step into someone else's shoes for just a moment in your mind and just think about what that would be like if you had to deal with that every single day of your life. There was just a... <clears throat> that video that came out last week where that kid's walking through that neighborhood in, I don't even know, what was it, Florida? I, you know, I could be wrong. Where that, I think it was like a, uh, some type of uh, military guy or law enforcement guy, ball-headed guy, big guy, getting in this kid's face for walking through this black, young black man's face for walking through his neighborhood, his tight-knit neighborhood. You know, calling him all kinds of names and pushing him around and threatening him. Trying to instill fear because he wasn't, because this guy didn't want him in his neighborhood you know and then this guy two days later three days later whatever it was has a police escort and leaves his home while all these protesters came and protested on his front lawn and good good for them let him know that's just not going to be tolerated anymore and it's funny to see how these people when they have these everybody's caught on video anymore and they still continue to they have no shame they're swimming in their hatred they almost could care less it seems and then they want to apologize you know now since I've talked to you I mean scrolling through the news feed it's almost every day there's another police shooting Dante Wright killed by an officer a 26 year old 26 year veteran training another officer and shoots him with her gun instead of her taser how does that happen fear that's how that happens lack of training in the right and proper ways I don't know but to me the main Reason that something like that happens is because of fear, and there was nothing to fear when it came to Dante. Right? I mean, the boy—he must have weighed what 130 pounds, soaking wet. He's scared. He gets, tries to get back in his car. You're trying to tell me that three police officers just can't subdue him without f- f- fatally, you know, wounding this this kid, shooting him? That's the first thing you want to do? It just doesn't stop. And we, as a white community, need to recognize that it's our fault. It started way back when, we all know, They treated black folks like animals and they used them. And then when they wanted to, you know, let them be free (laughs) without really letting them be free, they segregated us. They made movies to put fear in the minds of everyone, and especially white people. The media, it's all taught. It's brainwashing from the powers that be. And that is the root of the problem. We've all been brainwashed and struck by the, the, uh, the heavy hammer of racism, especially here in America. It's ingrained so deeply here that you really can't escape it unless you've just been under a rock or you just don't care. But if you care and you pay attention and you know It is the problem in this country. The one one problem why we aren't better as a people, as a whole people, as a country. Because we've been taught not to congregate, not to mix, not to befriend each other you, you stay on your side, I'll stay on mine, type of mentality. We've been taught that. And we've been almost forced to live that way by the way that society is set up. By people in power. By the evil people that have been in power. That goes for presidents, legislators, lawmakers, politicians, news organizations, everything, everyone. Everyone's got their hands dirty. So what are we gonna do about it? Well, today, there was a little piece of justice in the conviction of Derek Chauvin and for George George Floyd's family. No matter how much money they receive or this feeling of so-called justice they may feel, it'll never bring George back. And I guarantee that everyone in his family would give back all the money or whatever to just see George one more time. Because he seemed like a good, loving man that didn't deserve to die that way. <laughs> you know, it's, it's still upsetting. You know, I'm getting uh, a little, you know, I guess you can hear it, but it's upsetting to think about. I think that's one of those things that you will, if, you, if, if it affected you that way, it's gonna affect you every time you think about it or see it or whatever. You know, just hearing the name George Floyd conjures emotions because I know how wrong that that was. And it's just a continuance of what black folks have been dealing with from the beginning of time here in America. And it's 2021. we have to stop and we have to be better you know that guy in that pickup truck today who's flying those flags he doesn't care about george floyd and he he may never care about someone like george floyd we may never get through to some people But we have to keep trying. I was speaking to my youngest daughter. And and in her wise old age of 13 (laughs) that she's just turned, she told me, you know, Dad, if people could just sit down and talk, Half of these things would be fixed. Half of these things wouldn't happen, Dad. And she's right. It's like I said a few moments ago. We've been taught and almost forced to be segregated still. In a lot of ways. It's gotten better, of course. But still, in a lot of ways. There's still that... wall that we need to break down as a people white and black brown yellow whatever we have to break that down and just talk i've noticed throughout my life that every time a clan member speaks to a black man or whatever that type of situation there's usually they leave with some sort of understanding a better understanding and sometimes they've even become friends, if you can believe it or not. But it's happened. It doesn't always happen, believe me, I know. One conversation or whatever is not going to do it, but you know what I mean. If we were able to talk more freely and open about the problems that we all go through and how we can help each other to fix them and help each other and not you know, just worry about your own. That's when things will get better. And that's when we, as an American people, will finally, finally get to where we need to get to. Cheers. You know, people are rejoicing in the streets. Hugs, kisses, tears. You know. What we saw over the summer. In all the protests. For George Floyd and everyone else who's been murdered by police officers. We saw coming together of all races for the first for the first time in that sort of in in those sort of numbers now of course during the civil rights era we had people come out but not like we did this past summer and that's because as generations go on even though we still have those bad apples and those bad seeds sprinkled about and way too many of them if you ask me but there's still generation to generation things tend to get somewhat better or we hope they do you know like i see my children i have a 22 year old and a 13 year old they're both and they're, they're both girls i have two daughters and they're both great kids and they see the injustice that has been done even in their young lives you know i speak to my daughters freely freely i always have my one my oldest daughter is of mixed race and so it's it's it hits home a little more close to home for her. Of course, you know. And my youngest, she's just a beautiful soul. I'm trying not to get choked up again. <laughs> yes, that's what you do. Um when you become a father and you start talking about your kids, especially uh something as emotional as this, and this hits me hard. If you've listened to this podcast, this type of thing, it affects me, and it gets me emotional and um but um, you know having these kids these 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 kids who are open and who um uh, really want to see change is a beautiful thing and to have them be my own flesh and blood makes it even more special for me because I know that me and their mothers have tried to do the right thing by them and teach them how to treat everyone with respect and that is all it comes down to is respect respect for your neighbor respect for your fellow human being that's all it is that's all it ever has been about that's all it's ever been about martin luther king didn't want anything more than what white folks had he just wanted to be treated equal And wants people to be treated equally. And we're still not there today. A little piece of it, we chipped away a little bit at that blue wall today with Derek Chauvin being convicted on all three counts. We're chipping away at that. There are good police out there. We all know it. But they, like we, they've been taught and brainwashed also to keep their mouths shut. It's an internal sickness in the police department that's been taught from the get-go. Fueled by racism and fear and hopefully You know, George Floyd losing his life. Maybe it'll be for something more meaningful and for change to happen within the police department so that people get the respect they deserve by the folks that are supposed to be protecting and serving them in their communities, in all our communities. So it comes down to respect. That guy in the pickup truck with the flags, he doesn't respect anybody but himself and others that think just like him, which are pretty narrow-minded and pretty ignorant. Well, they are very ignorant. And that's why it angered me when I saw that right away and I thought about it for, you know, my ride home. What I wanted to do to the guy. What I wanted to say to the guy. But he, he's not going to hear me. He's deaf to those kind of conversations. He has his agenda. And we're just going to have to keep fighting against that and that's what we'll do you know people are on the streets not like 92 where if you watch that trial of those police officers who beat Rodney King to a bloody pulp how they were how that whole trial was set up and moved out of county to a mainly the a, a county where A lot of police officers lived in in that part of California and it was a a majority white neighborhood of course and all that all those things came into play and how they were just let free with no accountability at all and you saw what happened and then people want to turn it around on the victims in this case who is again the black community and because they you know buildings were burned down you know that kind of shit What would you do, guy in the pickup truck with your flags, if the roles were reversed and you were treated this way, your family was treated that way for generations, what would you do? Would you sit back and take it? Or would you take it until you couldn't take it anymore? Think about that before you open your fucking mouth again. Think about that. So we'll see what will come of this. We'll see if more police in the future will be held accountable for their actions. You know, it's just like a job like anywhere else. You mess up enough or you mess up, you're gonna be held accountable. There's repercussions. We have to break that blue wall of silence down. We have to break it down, and we will. We'll chip away at it as long as we need to, till it's done, until it's, till it's, till it's gone. I just wanted to um, get on here. I think I just wanted to get on here and kind of get that off my chest. Like I said, it helps me with this. And if anyone out there listening, if it helped you in some sort of way or did anything for you or you felt the same way i feel just know you have a friend in me and uh you're not alone just remember there are way way more of us than them there's more good people in the world than bad just always remember that so please keep your heads up stay safe out there and um, I'm going to end this with um, a Bob Marley song it's 420 so we're going to end it with a Bob Marley song And um, so please listen it's one of his best ones and I think it's meaningful for what we're talking about today so everybody keep your heads up fight for justice, fight for what's right. Don't give up. And I'll see you on the next one.
0: Yesterday took I From the bottomless pit But my hand was made strong By the end of the Almighty We forward in this generation Triumphantly Won't you help to sin Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Redemption songs Just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you hear to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever had Redemption songs All I ever had Redemption songs These songs of freedom Songs of freedom